Nehemiah 773-921 So the priests, Levites, gatekeepers, singers, and temple servants, along with some of the people and the rest of the Israelites, settled in their own towns. And by the seventh month the Israelites had settled in their towns. At that time all the people gathered together in the square before the water gate, and they asked Ezra the scribe to bring out the book of the Law of Moses, which the Lord had commanded for Israel. On the first day of the seventh month, Ezra the priest brought the law before the assembly of men and women and all who could listen and understand. So Ezra read it aloud from daybreak until noon as he faced the square before the water gate, in front of the men and women and those who could understand. And all the people listened attentively to the book of the law. Ezra the scribe stood on a high wooden platform built for this occasion. At his right side stood Mattathiah, Shema, Anaiah, Uriah, Hilkiah, and Maaseiah, and at his left were Padiah, Mishael, Malchijah, Hashem, Hashbadanah, Zechariah, and Meshulam. Ezra opened the book in full view of all the people, since he was standing above them all, and as he opened it, all the people stood up. Then Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God, and with their hands uplifted, all the people said, Amen, Amen. Then they bowed down and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. The Levites Jeshua, Bani, Sherebiah, Jaman, Akab, Shabbatai, Hodiah, Maaseiah, Kalita, Azariah, Josabad, Hanan, and Pelaiah instructed the people in the law as they stood in their places. So they read from the book of the law of God, explaining it and giving insight, so that the people could understand what was being read. Nehemiah the governor, Ezra the priest and scribe, and the Levites who were instructing the people said to all of them, This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep. For all the people were weeping as they heard the words of the law. Then Nehemiah told them, Go and eat what is rich, drink what is sweet, and send out portions to those who have nothing prepared, since today is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And the Levites calmed all the people, saying, Be still, since today is holy. Do not grieve. Then all the people began to eat and drink, to send out portions, and to rejoice greatly, because they understood the words that had been made known to them. On the second day of the month, the heads of all the families, along with the priests and Levites, gathered around Ezra the scribe to study the words of the law. And they found written in the law, which the Lord had commanded through Moses, that the Israelites were to dwell in booths during the feast of the seventh month. So they proclaimed this message and spread it throughout their towns and in Jerusalem, saying, Go out to the hill country and bring back branches of olive, wild olive, myrtle, palm, and other leafy trees, to make booths, as it is written. And the people went out, brought back branches, and made booths on their own rooftops, in their courtyards, in the court of the house of God, and in the squares by the water gate and by the gate of Ephraim. The whole assembly who had returned from exile made booths and lived in them. From the days of Joshua son of Nun until that day, the Israelites had not celebrated like this. And there was great rejoicing. Day after day, from the first day to the last, Ezra read from the book of the law of God. The Israelites kept the feast for seven days, and on the eighth day they held an assembly, according to the ordinance. On the twenty-fourth day of the same month, the Israelites gathered together, fasting and wearing sackcloth, with dust on their heads. Those of Israelite descent separated themselves from all the foreigners, and they stood and confessed their sins and the iniquities of their fathers. While they stood in their places, they read from the book of the law of the Lord their God for a quarter of the day, and they spent another quarter of the day in confession and worship of the Lord their God. And the Levites Jeshua, Bani, Kadmiel, Shebaniah, Bani, Sherebiah, Bani, and Chanani stood on the raised platform and cried out in a loud voice to the Lord their God. Then the Levites Jeshua, Kadmiel, Bani, Hashabniah, Sherebiah, Hodiah, Shebaniah, and Pethiah said, Stand up and bless the Lord your God from everlasting to everlasting, 
blessed be your glorious name, and may it be exalted above all blessing and praise. You alone are the Lord. You created the heavens, the highest heavens with all their host, the earth and all that is on it, the seas and all that is in them. You give life to all things, and the host of heaven worships you. You are the Lord, the God who chose Abram, who brought him out of Yor of the Chaldeans and gave him the name Abraham. You found his heart faithful before you, and made a covenant with him to give the land of the Canaanites and Hittites, of the Amorites and Perizzites, of the Jebusites and Girgashites to give it to his descendants. You have kept your promise, because you are righteous. You saw the affliction of our fathers in Egypt, you heard their cry at the Red Sea. You performed signs and wonders against Pharaoh, all his officials, and all the people of his land, for you knew they had acted with arrogance against our fathers. You made a name for yourself that endures to this day. You divided the sea before them, and they crossed through it on dry ground. You hurled their pursuers into the depths like a stone into raging waters. You led them with a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night, to light for them the way in which they should travel. You came down on Mount Sinai and spoke with them from heaven. You gave them just ordinances, true laws, and good statutes and commandments. You revealed to them your holy Sabbath and gave them commandments and statutes and laws through your servant Moses. In their hunger you gave them bread from heaven, in their thirst you brought them water from the rock. You told them to go in and possess the land which you had sworn to give them. But they and our fathers became arrogant and stiff-necked and did not obey your commandments. They refused to listen and failed to remember the wonders you performed among them they stiffened their necks and appointed a leader to return them to their bondage in Egypt. But you are a forgiving God, gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in loving devotion, and you did not forsake them. Even when they cast for themselves an image of a calf and said, This is your God who brought you up out of Egypt, and when they committed terrible blasphemies, you and your great compassion did not forsake them in the wilderness. By day the pillar of cloud never turned away from guiding them on their path, and by the night the pillar of fire illuminated the way they should go you gave your good spirit to instruct them. You did not withhold your manna from their mouths, and you gave them water for their thirst. For forty years you sustained them in the wilderness, so that they lacked nothing. Their clothes did not wear out and their feet did not swell. 1 Corinthians 9 1-18 Am I not free? Am I not an apostle? Have I not seen Jesus our Lord? Are you not my work in the Lord? If I am not an apostle to others, yet at least I am to you, for you are the seal of my apostleship in the Lord. This is my defense to those examining me, have we no authority to eat and to drink? Have we no authority to take about a believer as a wife, as also the other apostles, and the brothers of the Lord, and Cephas? Or only I and Barnabas, have we no authority not to work? Who at any time serves as a soldier at his own expense? Who plants a vineyard and does not eat the fruit of it? Or who shepherds a flock and does not drink from the milk of the flock? Do I speak these things according to man? Or does the law not also say these things? For in the law of Moses it has been written, You shall not muzzle an ox treading out grain. Is there care for the oxen with God? Or is he speaking because of us entirely? For it was written for us, because in hope the one ploughing ought to plough, and the one threshing, in hope to partake. If we have sown spiritual things among you, is it a great thing if we will reap material things from you? If others partake of the authority over you, should we not more? But we did not use this right. Instead, we bear all things, so that we should not place any hindrance to the gospel of Christ. Do you not know that those working in the temple eat the things of the temple, those attending at the altar partake in the altar? So also, the Lord has prescribed to those proclaiming the gospel to live from the gospel. But I have not used any of these. And neither have I written these things that it should be thus with me, for it would be better to me to die, rather than that anyone will make void my boasting. For if I preach the gospel, there is no boasting to me, for necessity is laid upon me but woe be to me if I should not preach the gospel. For if I do this willingly, 
I have a reward, but if unwillingly, I am entrusted with a stewardship. What then is my reward? That in preaching the gospel, I should offer the gospel free of charge, so as not to use up my right in the gospel. Psalm 33:12-22 Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people he has chosen as his inheritance. The Lord looks down from heaven, he sees all the sons of men. From his dwelling place he gazes on all who inhabit the earth. He shapes the hearts of each, he considers all their works. No king is saved by his vast army, no warrior is delivered by his great strength. A horse is a vain hope for salvation, even its great strength cannot save. Surely the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on those whose hope is in his loving devotion to deliver them from death and keep them alive in famine. Our soul waits for the Lord, he is our help and our shield. For our hearts rejoice in him, since we trust in his holy name. May your loving devotion rest on us, O Lord, as we put our hope in you. Proverbs 21:11-12 When a mocker is punished, the simple gain wisdom, and when a wise man is instructed, he acquires knowledge. The righteous one considers the house of the wicked and brings the wicked to ruin.